Welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We're turning dreamers into doers. If you're ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. All right, you guys, you are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast where we are turning dreamers into doers. And I am super excited to introduce to you my friend, Zach Jensen. And he has a really great point to make. He says, millennials are the most lost and anxiety ridden than ever before. that's That's a mouthful. And so he actually coaches millennials to get clear and confident in who they really are and what they truly want out of life. And then they work together to make that happen in an enjoyable way. Uh, Zach, that is that is a loaded three sentences right there. Um, and I have a lot to say about it, but I would love for you to start. Welcome. Thanks for being here today. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Um, so, so you're a millennial. Is that safe to say? Uh, yes, I am. That is safe to say. Good. Are you anxiety ridden? I was very. I have a video on my website. I had, I described it in debilitating anxiety. Oh. And since then, since then, it's definitely lessened. I still have it and experience it at times. Of course, I don't think this is something that you ever just turn a switch and it's gone forever. Yeah. Um, but yes, I worked through a lot of it to a point where I now have tools and, and processes and put my environment in a certain way that I can get myself out of it versus getting okay. stuck in it. I love that you share that. And I actually, you said debilitating and I used to reference mine as crippling. Mm. crippling anxiety. And uh, mine really started in college as I became an athlete and it was just really peaking at the you know, student and studying and whatever. And, but it did, it definitely continued into my career as a teacher and then as a manager and even as a coach and in relation, like it seeps into everywhere. And so how did you go from being, having debilitating anxiety to where you are now as a coach and helping others with that? That's a loaded question as well. Yeah, um, get prepared. Just buckle I'll up, see, brother. <laughs> I'll see what I can do with this. So that was at a time and place where I was working at a startup. And when I was like in the worst of it was there. And that was not while I was coaching. I started coaching about officially about maybe nine months after that peak of, or mm-hmm. peak or trough, however you want to. <laughs> say it. And I just realized once I hit that point, I realized, I, I talk about it in a video on my website, I was crying my eyes out on the floor of my bathroom. Like I was just, just so frustrated, angry, sad, stressed about so much, about lack of direction, about all the decisions I have to make. And on paper and from the outside looking in. And when I actually like am grounded, things were great, but that wasn't my reality within my head. So at that point, I got it got really rough. So many things were not where I wanted it to be at that time in my life. And from there, I realized something had to change. And one of them was I left the company I was working with after a few months that um, from that point after a few months, and then moved into work, doing a lot of work on it. But officially, I've been doing coaching for about two years now. And how that happened is that I looked up to so many people. 
in the personal development world. And, and I heard about this thing called coaching. I'm like, whoa, what's that about? That sounds really cool. I'm all about having a coach for my physical fitness. I'm like, whoa, having a coach for your life, having a coach for your mindset, those kind of things. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm into it. So I started following a bunch of these and talking to a bunch of these. And I saw, oh, this is something I could actually do. So I started finding people and finding people who are currently doing this and just ask them, hey, what's what's the deal? How long have you been doing this? How do you get trained? How do you find clients? All these things. And I now have over probably 50 different friends that are coaches just because I networked like that. And what I realized, like one of the largest drivers is that I realized that, that's why I say officially and unofficially, unofficially, I've been coaching for a long time. I look back on many years in my past and realize so much of what I was doing with people was coaching. And I really enjoyed that. And one thing I noticed too, is that I spent so much time and energy on my own work, on my own shit I got going on internally and creating the lifestyle I want, creating the relationships I want, creating the income business, all those things that I want. I put so much time and energy in it. And I looked around at most of the people that I knew and I realized they weren't putting in anywhere near as much energy into it. A lot of it was, hey, this is what I was given. You know, this is what life gave me, the cards life dealt me. And I guess I'll just play them how I can. And I was like, no, like I'm going to go find a new deck. I'm going to find a new table to sit at. Like I am going to make this life what I want it. And I realized I had so much energy and enthusiasm, passion to do that. I was finding different tools, tactics, people, mentors, coaches. And I was like, wow, I could, I did this for myself in so many awesome ways. And so many people start asking me like, Hey, what have you been doing? What have you been up to? <laughs> I'll casually just ask the questions. And then I realized, wow, this is something I could do all this that I've been learning, all this that I've been doing for myself. Cause when you get into the coaching world, they say the first client is yourself. All the coaching I've been doing on myself. I said, wait, I can start doing this for other people. So that's what I started doing. And I picked up a couple, you know, friends that were clients for a little while. And then I was like, yeah, this is it. And it was two years ago that I went full-time in it. And I said, you know what? I'm getting rid of all the other stuff, burning the ships. I'm going all in. And I'm so glad I did just because that allowed me to focus so much on the development of my coaching. And instead of having to, and this will go into what we were talking about with this whole certainty piece was instead of trying to hold on to other things while I'm trying to do this as well. So there's a little short um, snippet into that and we'll go from there. Yeah, I love it. Um, Super insightful and super relatable. And I wanted to point out a few really key things because you mentioned you kind of discovered this, you hit that peak, the peak of anxiety, and then you started to actually inquire that, that really stuck out to me when you said like you started, I, I, I said interview in my head. Like when you said, I started asking a bunch of coaching friends, like how you got into it, what you do, how you make money, how you get clients. Like I heard the genuine inquiry when in fact, like sometimes when we, us, anyone listening to Hearts Unleashed, uh, I assume has some form of like entrepreneurial spirit or free spirit, right? Even if that means I want to, you know, adventure, right? Like uh, the, again, the just going out there, we often immediately negate our vision or a new destination. We negate it with resistance and of the anxiety, it just swoops right in before possibility. And so I love that you brought up the 
the genuine inquiry and started to ask and research. And then you said invest. And I love how you said, I'm going to burn all the other ships. <laughs> you started to invest your time, your energy, your resources into building that. And a lot of people think that because they got the vision, now they're supposed to manifest it next month. And, and it's just, and you said it's been two years. I'm, I want to, you know, continue to ask you a little bit about the process, but something you also said, which I think is important. There's a, you, we brought up a book that comes to mind which is called Mindset. I don't know the subtitle, but it's by Carol Dweck. And she talks about the fixed mindset and the growth mindset. And you were saying fixed, meaning this is the way it is. It's the cards I've been dealt. And then you're like, no, new deck. Where Or how can I play this hand different? Or like five more cards, please. You know, it's just, there's, there's more possibility than just having anxiety or just being down and out or not having the resources or not like maybe there's a disability or an illness or a certain obstacle, or you come from a certain place, you have a certain education and it's, that's not where the story ends. And I would love to hear more about where your story has taken you and, and what that development has been like. And so you started to coach and you also have a podcast, Stoking Success, which I got the honor to be on. And so you are now coaching, you have a podcast, you, you have a successful built business. What did you have to give up in order to get what you have now? This really goes into the certainty piece that we were talking about that you brought up in the beginning of this. And I can look back on a lot of deci- a few big decisions in the last decade. And I remember sitting with myself each time making these decisions. Each time the theme was, am I going to create or am I going to choose this illusion? It's an illusion of certainty, this illusion of certainty that maybe has been painted that painted the picture for me by family, society, education, those things. Am I going to choose this or am I going to keep leaning in more? And leaning into to me was like at that time, what was next for me? Because you know, went to high school, went to college. And right after that, it was remote work. (laughs) And that was at a time where this was not that common. Now after coronavirus, everyone works remote. But at that time it was like, whoa, you can work from your laptop. So that was huge fascination for me. So that was it. And then it was working for a startup, like on the ground floor. And then it was working more remote again and working as a consultant. And then I got into coaching. So there are these different kind of fork in the roads. And each time I could choose to fall back into the script, as one of my friends calls it, it's like the script of life that most people do is fall into that certain script. Oh, this is the way, this is the illusion of um, certainty. And, or I could keep diving into this uncomfortable, but fulfilling route. And hell yeah, it's been all but certain in so many ways. And the, I would say, I was just talking to a friend about this earlier, where I get the certainty. Cause I think that without any certainty, we will collapse into a stress ball probably. So I think we need to get, we need to get certainty somewhere. And for me, I began, I developed this belief. And one of my friends helped me realize this a couple of weeks ago was I've developed this belief that I will figure it out. It used to be a subconscious thing, but now it's conscious. And I got this, I believe it, a lot of it came from my dad because I looked at just about anything he did. He would just figure it out. He'd break a lot of shit. He, you know, he'd get himself into some tough spots, but he'd figure it out. And I learned from him and he put me into those positions. And I guess I still remember 
right when I got my temporary license as well, 15 and a half. It's my first time in the, in my dad's big truck with him. And he's like, I haven't been on the highway yet. And I had a trailer, a big snowmobile trailer on the back. And he's like, all right, let's go on the highway. I'm like, what? <laughs> and just things like that, just throwing me in the fire and um, do it all with that belief that, hey, I'll figure it out. So that is where I realized that I've been getting that certainty from. It hasn't been from this illusion, this out external things. It's been from within inside of me. But that's what I've had to give up is the short-term illusion of certainty. And then also at times, I definitely had to give up the short-term um, gratification, I guess you could say, because especially going from being an Amazon consultant so um, Amazon seller consultant to being a coach, it was, uh, hey, here's this thing I'm really good at, get paid well for. And now here's this thing that I'm a beginner at. I'm jumping in. I could easily keep going down the Amazon route and get paid great money. This one, starting from zero. <laughs> you have $0 salary starting out. And that, I could have just said, hey, you know what, actually... This other way, I'll keep going down that route. And I could then in a couple months, I could get a nicer car. In a couple months, I could get this nicer watch. And, you know, these short-term things that I think would fulfill me, right? Or people think would fulfill them. So to me, I just kept leaning away from that script. I kept leaning away from that illusion of certainty. And I had this very forward-thinking mind of like, when I'm 10, 20, 30, 40 years old, which decision would I be proud of? And that's a lot there, but that's what kept me going this route. I love it. I can hear a lot of what many of us struggle with this. But and again, um, I know we we are speaking into the millennial, you know, this is very common of our generation. And I I think that Gen Gen X and even probably some boomers, that whole keeping up with the Joneses thing, and then because it, it's just called something different you know, per different, but we all have our stressors and anxiety and, and that, and the, the pushing, the pushing through, especially when we're not doing well, like mental health and wellness is, is much more of a conversation and a priority nowadays, but it wasn't. And mm -hmm. so I really appreciate you bringing up the idea of the script because that the keeping up the American dream, the, this is the way that it is. This is the, this is the definition of success, like whatever pressures and particularly different societies, right? Like I grew up in the Midwest. So I saw a certain, I call them the Midwest millionaires. Like, you know, when you walk into a Midwest millionaire's house, cause they've got like the backyard pool and they got the pool table and they got the finished garage and they got a finished basement. Like I just kind of, you know, there's all these like markings of what it looks like to make it in the Midwest. And then I'm here in California and I'm driving past mansions and Teslas and, and you live on the ocean and you have surfboards and like, so it's just a different flavor, right? But we all have our keeping up and keeping up with whatever script we've all kind of agreed to. So I love the idea of breaking that up. And also the short-term illusion. You said the short-term illusion of certainty, and then you said the short-term illusion of gratification, but short-term illusion, period, Be whatever that is, because I love the way you were honest with yourself and the way you're being honest with us about that was not fulfilling. I could easily stay in a job that was going to give me plenty of money to get the cool car, the cool watch, the cool this, the whatever. 
And yet there's something more to me. There's something more to life. There's something more to all this. And so, uh, and then the trial and error, just toss them in the fire. And it's so interesting how you said that came from the subconscious is now conscious. Super, super powerful because it's not that we, you, or any of us don't have the ability to succeed in the unknown or in uncertainty. Thank you for sharing how you gave up certainty because we kind of associate, if I'm certain, I'll be less stressed. If I'm uncertain, it activates or drives up our stress and anxiety. And so we, we desperately grasp and clutch for certainty. And it's just a, it's an illusion. And so is there, I would love for you to speak into the hearts of our listeners at the moment. Like, would you give any tips or advice to someone who's struggling with what we're talking about right now? Absolutely. The first thing that comes to my mind when you started noting what, I was, what I've said already was a, a line from a guy I actually interviewed on my podcast. His name is Traver Bohm. And he said, the thing, I don't, I'm going to, I'm not going to get exactly right, but he said something along the lines of the number one thing that will betray ourselves over is belonging. And that makes total sense with the whole keeping up with the Joneses and social pressure to follow the script and, and things like that. Cause our, our brain, our old mind says, Oh, if I'm not included, if I don't belong, I'll be kicked out of the tribe and I'll die. Fortunately, that's not actually how it is right now that you can find many tribes. But the way that I, I think about it is that no matter what, cause as you're talking about like, Oh yeah, reflecting back on what I said, it helps me see it again. At that time, I kept going, hey, I could follow this road of, of the certainty and instant gratification and get these certain things. And I do still plan to get certain things. Like I'm doing both. I'm not saying I'm not getting rid yes. of one. I'm yes. doing both. And it just might not look exactly how I thought it was going to look or go as fast as maybe the other route. And one thing that always comes to me, which I'd love to share with people if they haven't heard this, is that the concept of like choosing your heart, like choose your heart. Okay. Life is hard. Like oh, life, I love this. I don't mean yeah. to interrupt you, but I, I keep going. You're good. You're good. And to me, if I were to stick to the certainty of what I knew, what I knew was already paying me well, what I was good at, if I were to stick to that certainty, the hard part would be that I wasn't that fulfilled. The hard part would be that I'm constantly questioning myself, what if? That'd be really hard. But I didn't have to do much. It's just like, oh, I just keep going down this route. I just kind of put on autopilot and keep making this money and keep doing this work. But then when you flip it, the hard part of starting your own business, the hard part of saying, hey, I'm a coach and having all sorts of imposter syndrome and finding clients and learning that you're terrible at coaching and then working from there. And that stuff's hard as well. But what I got from that is that it got rid of all that what ifs. It got rid of the possible regret. It got rid of the lack of fulfillment. So it was hard. It's it's still hard. Each time I keep leaning into this, um, it's funny because like I'll get some certainty and I'll be like, oh, I'm building up things that are, oh, there's a lot of certainty there. Then I'll be like, something in me is like, it's time. It's time to be uncomfortable again. It's time to move on to this thing, this next thing that um, I really want to do or dive into. And to me, there's so much that's hard about it, but 
when I look back, say in again, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, that's the route I want to keep going. And from a basic level for some people, like you can think of it in the way of working out is hard, but so is having extra 100, 200 pounds of body weight and you can't play with your kids. You can't go hiking, all those things. Yeah. Which hard do you want? Like I choose the working out. I choose the eating healthy, those kind of things. So that's to me is a huge thing to think about for people. I completely agree. And I, I love the example and I love that, that consideration for people to make, right? Like choose your heart. Um, you know, a lot of people will try to reflect to me being a nomad is hard or again, being an entrepreneur is hard. I'm like, so for me, what's, what would be harder is sitting at a, at a desk or going to a certain, you know, place and, and for everybody or, you know, not having a state quote unquote stable income or something, a reliable two week paycheck for people that is really hard. And for me, it's just the way the options, right? Pros and cons. And you're going with what is in your natural flow and your gifts and your purpose. And that's really, I mean, you're speaking into the premise of Hearts Unleashed because is there anything wrong with that Amazon job? Hell no. Someone's probably a star at that and it fits their psyche and it fits their preferences, right? Like, and it's, it's a perfect fit for somebody. And I really believe we all have those roles to fulfill. Like I don't degrade even the job of a cashier or like a janitor or, you know, something like that, because for someone that's the perfect fit truly. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's all to say, like, we really have to look within and, and you kind of mentioned that, like, let's break the script about what's right and really look what is my definition of success? What is my definition of happy? And what am I going to do about that? (laughs) Because you can't know and then not choose because that's where it starts to get a little anxiety written for sure. And so you've, you've broken all of these things. You started to really not started, like you've done it. We're here, we're talking about it. And you have this podcast stoking success. And, um, so I, we were talking about this in our podcast interview a little bit and, and whatnot, but tell me about Stoke because you you kind of you gave me a little hint into the concept, but I think people yeah give us your relationship to the word stoke and stoking. <laughs> Absolutely. So from an early age and still to this day, my dad has been one of my top role models and teachers in life, and one of my best friends. And he taught me many wonderful things, and one of them was this i this idea that you can design your life no matter what you did. Like he did not come from a wealthy family or a leg up or a business education, but he started his own business. He designed what he wanted to do. He designed life. So that gave me that belief like, oh, I can design kind of whatever I want. So had a love for business from an early age. And then as I grew up, got into, um, I don't know, my teens, maybe uh, I started loving adrenaline sports, just mountain biking, wakeboarding, snowboarding, all these types of things and anything with a motor, anything that goes fast, anything where you go fly high, skydiving, all these things. I just love those things. And especially in the biking and surfing world, the word stoke is huge thing. It's like, oh, it's stoke. It's stoked. It's awesome. And one of my buddies and I in college were like, we both came from similar things. We love business and we love the outdoors. We love being passionate, enthusiastic about life. 
We're like, whoa, merge the two. What if we just said like, oh, we're stoking ventures, stoked ventures, stoked coaching, stoked. He, he currently runs, I'm doing the coaching. He currently runs marketing, digital marketing, SEO, those kind of things. So he's doing that end of it. And we use that word stoked and it brings a little spice to the business world. And that's, that's why we like that word. And that's what it means to us. And you could also think of it in the other way, if how the dictionary defines it as of stoking something, meaning getting like a fire going, stoking a fire. And that was the goal too, um, is to think of it that way is everybody's got a spark. Everybody's got a spark, whether they know it or not, whether it's hidden and, you know, they don't, they don't realize they actually have it, but everyone has certain sparks in them. The goal is to stoke it till it's a raging fire and light that fire inside of you. Because that's what we're all here for, in my opinion, like is to figure out what those sparks are inside of us and just build it up to a roaring fire. So we're all on fire like that's oh, that's I'll leave it at that for now. Oh, you got me so excited. <laughs> I was listening and, you know, there was something that was coming through so strong. So this I'm going to like kind of mystify some of the things you said, because I want to talk about the masculine energy of mm. what you were saying to stoke, to sur- like surf, wake, snowboard, getting out there, right? That type of like, let's say masculine adventure, right? Not to say it's not, um, and we're not talking about gender. We're talking about the female, the masculine, feminine energies. And then business. Business can accidentally or unconsciously be a very masculine thing or entrepreneurship, right? We don't, it's newer that feminine femininity or the feminine energy is entering the scene and kind of we're creating this harmony and balance. And what was coming through while you were saying it is like, I didn't hear an ounce of like the hustle and grind, like the unhealed or toxic masculine and not to make it wrong, but that like burnout, exhaustion, um, you know, even thinking about adventure sports, like grinding it out or flipping the car or the, the whatever, whatever. But I didn't hear the hustle and grind. I heard stoke. I heard excitement and, and, and like inspiration from that masculine side. So it's just very um, cool the way it kind of landed over here. And I wanted to say that and share that and just hear what landed for you in the way that I reflected that. I love the reflection. And I think the cool part about that is that, yeah, I did not have any of that like grind, right? The, the hustle culture as you, as the, it's termed. Because to me, I might work a hundred hour week. I might, I just might, might do that many weeks in a row, but that's not the goal. And to me, it was always like, find something that makes me want to put in that much, not necessarily I have to, but I think there's just two paths, like finding something that pull, I've heard this motivation, two different motivations is there's the push motivation where it's like, ah, oh, just one more hour, just one more hour. And I do think that at times we, we can do that. And that's, that's uh, definitely um, beneficial at times, but I think there's the other way, or there's this other way that I heard is the pull. It's like, I have this vision. I have this goal, this, whatever it is, way of being his future self as just pulling me forward. It's pulling me like, you don't have to ask me to read a book. You don't have to ask me to think of a better way to handle my coaching calls. You don't have to ask me to look into relationship um, improvements. You don't have to ask me to do these things because I'm just pulled towards them and I'm constantly working on all these things. And that to me is the goal is to have 
things like that, that light you, that light you on fire, that will make you want to go for it. And you're not accounting the hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not feeling like, oh, I just got to put in one more thing. It's like, all right, God, I'm waking up in the middle of the night. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll put some time in here. And you know, like it's pulling you not, you're not pushing. Oh, I love it so much. I heard alignment, flow, being in the zone, like all that and inspiration. I was thinking I, at this point in my life, I don't know what's a download and then what's a quote anymore. So I'm just going to say it anyways, is it being, it's better to be pulled by your passion instead of pushed by your fear. I, I think it's like everything you just said, because I too, I can work odd, endless hours and not be burnt out because it's so stoked. The fire is so stoked. It's just a raging fire and it's burning and it's heating up whatever it's around and it shines bright and it attracts people. And so it's like, why would you not do that? Why would you not be that way? Like I I remember saying I created a business so I could talk about what I want to talk about all day. You know, it's truly, it's that very small click though, between what you were saying, which is there's nothing bad with wanting to have this and that like money and success and passion and fulfillment right? So you can like have it all in those aspects, even if it means leaving a successful job to start a passion project that also then becomes a successful career. And that's Hearts Unleashed because I think a lot of people are in good paying jobs, but they're empty or they're struggling. And so, you know, Hearts Unleashed is all about finding out who you are, what your definition of success is and doing that. And and you do that with people. So how can people find you? Right. So the main thing is I'm on Instagram. That's Mm -hmm. where I'm mainly at. Instagram and my website. I haven't dove into much of the other socials right now, but sticking to those two. And my Instagram is at underscore Z-A-C-H underscore J-E-N-S-E-N underscore. So it's at underscore Zach underscore Jensen underscore. Somebody stole the straight up Zach Jensen trying to get a hold of it, but... (laughs) zero followers following two people and hasn't been active. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the place to find me. I post a lot of content on there. I post my uh, my uh, podcast on there. I have a website on there. The website gives you really a really good looking glass into my story, more of my story and why I'm doing what I'm doing and what can come of working on these things and working through this coaching. So that's it. My website is in the bio of my Instagram. Yeah. And it'll be in the show notes as well. So we'll be sure to make sure everything is linked up, but this is awesome. And I have one more question for you. So we ask on the Hearts Unleashed podcast, what does it look like for you to be living your heart unleashed? But I'm going to ask it in the Zach Jensen form. What does it look like to be living your most stoked life? (laughs) You know, what's funny is you took last, what was that last week when we recorded? I asked you, because the question I leave people with is, what is your definition of success? And I think you said this and it's actually mine too. It's like working when I want, where I want, with who I want for as long as I want. Working, experiencing, all those things. It's like consciously choosing the things that I'm doing. Like a watch. I'm in the market for a, a nice look, look a nice watch because I realize one, I want to treat myself in a way. And two, it's a symbol for me of like time. Like realizing that time is something that we can't get back. And, you know, it's not because I feel pressured by social media or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where I was going with that, but um, con- oh, consciously choosing like that, yes. that to me is, I think I mentioned this last week is consciously choosing my life, consciously c- 
choosing and consciously creating my life. I love that. And you know, I love that you said it's a watch because it can be whatever it is. Like for me, it's tattoos, right? Like I'm all marked up with my memories and, and I love it. And it's a, it's a huge celebration. It's a treat myself. It's, it's, a, it's a marker, literally like a memory and or a, or a reminder or whatever. And so we have, cause I love what you said about the watch. Like we don't get time back. And what about a, it's almost like a piece of artwork is mm-hmm. the way that I heard you talk about it. So yeah, what, in whatever way that we acknowledge that for ourselves is just really special and important. And so, but yeah, choice, 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 and in and consciousness, intentionality. I love it, Zach Jensen. So thank you for being here on the Hearts Unleashed podcast. You are great. Thank you for unleashing your heart. And hearts, thank you for being with us. I hope you heard exactly what you need. There were so many gems in today's episode and be sure to like and follow and share and comment and subscribe and all the things and then go meet Zach and hang out on Instagram. We both, uh, Instagram is definitely the favorite place to be. So go head over there and then be sure to check his website. And don't forget to check out Stoking Success. I do have an episode on there. So go, uh, go hunting, go digging. But there are a lot of really powerful episodes on his podcast as well, especially if you are interested in stoking your success. So thank you for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. We love you. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, visit us at heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.